0: Here's what the January 6th panel left out of their final report. This stuff is damning. I mean, it really is amazing that everything we knew was happening. The focus of the January 6th committee was not to ensure that we had an understanding of certain levels of failures. And those failures could include Donald Trump but that wasn't the purpose. The purpose was political attack, which is why Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney deserve no respect. They don't deserve it. They shouldn't get it. They did this to themselves. They have no um, authoritative leg on which to stand. But as Byron York points out Everyone knew the January 6th committee left out important material from its show hearings, but it wouldn't have helped tell the story the committee's showrunner wanted to tell, and there was no opposition to object. When he's talking about a showrunner, he's talking about the fact that the committee hired a TV producer to put together the hearings in such a way as to tell a story for them with the best bang for their buck. They absolutely did this. The totality of data was inconsequential. The story is what mattered. From NBC News, the House January 6th committee concluded that the FBI and other federal security agencies could have prevented a violent mob from overrunning the Capitol had they acted on the large volume of intelligence collected beforehand. This, according to a chief investigator telling NBC in an exclusive interview. A judgment the committee left out of its televised hearings and final report. Former federal prosecutor Tim Heafy, H-E-A-P-H-Y, Heafy I believe it's pronounced, The committee's chief investigative counsel said that while he endorses the panel's main findings that then-President Donald Trump sparked the riot by urging protesters to go to the Capitol, his probe documented how federal law enforcement failures contributed to the debacle. What is it that we didn't know? We knew that this was something that was preventable. We knew that there were warnings given, that there was chatter or however it wants to be described. And we know that the extra security wasn't there. We know based on video evidence that yes, some people rioted, that you don't deny what is undeniable. Also don't deny that some people got invited into the Capitol. I find it very hard to charge people with a crime when you say, come in. Don't get angry with the vampire when you allow them across the threshold. Now you're saying to me, Tony, are you referring to January 6th protesters as vampires? No, I am making a point. You let them in the house. Why are you now mad at them? You let them in. And even the people you let in, the vast majority, weren't creating a problem, weren't destroying things, weren't putting their feet up on Pelosi's desk, which is not a crime as I see it. You may say the crime is being in the building. The crime is not putting the feet on the desk. It's not. It's not. Get a sense of humor. It's not. I already said the crime could be being in the building. I already said it was a riot, not an insurrection. But if you are a police officer and you say it's okay to come in, why would they assume anything else? These things get completely pushed to the side and they scream, Trump, Trump, Trump. So uh, allow me uh, to be on the record, as as I have been on January 6th, and things I wanted Trump to do differently and things I think Trump handled wrong and things that Trump should apologize for, like leaving Mike Pence there. You, you can disagree with me all you want, not interested. I don't care if you call Pence a traitor, which, by the way, makes people sound crazy in my view. The country comes first. You don't allow the vice president to be in that danger. That's my take. It was my take then. It's my take now. We know what was going on ipso facto that there were some people who definitely were dangerous. The vast majority of people actually were not dangerous Pence should have been removed. I leave that to the side There is, and we've known this, but I like it when things play out because it gives people uh, you you look at things like, oh, okay, so they do lie and the, the more and more we find the lies we see the lies, the less and less leeway we give these terrible people if you're someone who tells me January 6th was akin to September 11th, I won't work with you. Now, I should caveat that. I'm going to do my best not to work with you. I'm not going to hire your company. I I'm, I'm not going to look for your counsel if you actually believe at this stage of the game that January 6th was one of those watershed moments in America, you are too emotionally fraught. And we're just going to have to go our separate ways on this one. If you are unwilling to recognize the security failures of Pelosi and others, if you won't discuss them, Please don't ask me to take your opinion seriously Because you shouldn't be taken seriously Note that I didn't say That you couldn't have an opinion On what this person did Or what Trump did Or what that member of Congress Feel free Feel free But if you won't note What Pelosi didn't do And others didn't do Nah, nah you're, you're not a serious person You're not a serious person as a matter of fact, if January sixth is the first thing you go to when when you, when you're in some kind of disagreement, if you still refer to those people as insurrectionists, not Ray Epps, everybody else, because Ray Epps, well, uh, very possibly, well, oh, very possibly, yes. If that's what you do, nah, you you, you got to draw your lines, guys. You got to draw your lines. It's, it's it's one thing to say it was wrong. It's another thing not to notice the totality. And one of the things that has to be noticed is that the January 6th committee was a fraud from beginning to end. Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger gladly participated in this fraud. They were gladly useful idiots. And the entirety of the conversation doesn't actually do anything for us. It was meant to be divisive, not to actually get to answers and make things better.